What are you really waiting for? Are you waiting for permission? Are you waiting for perfection? Are you waiting for a red carpet to roll out in front of you? <laughs> Sometimes, honestly, that's me. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast. It's season four, and here we are still reimagining, rethinking, and redefining what it means to be in midlife and what's possible as we age. We are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. I created this podcast to give you inspiration and let you know you're not alone in feeling stuck in midlife. Both men and women are welcome here, but if you are a woman, I also invite you to join the Age Agitators Club for Women, where we come together monthly to hatch our plans for making waves as we age. Being part of this community for women will remind you on a regular basis that you're not too old and it's never too late to do that thing you've been thinking about. You can find more information at latebloomerliving.com forward slash community, and I hope to see you there. Hello, my friend, and happy holidays. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> that I have to tell you, that is a song I sing to myself whenever I feel stressed out by the holiday season. And I sing that song, and it, and it usually makes me laugh and helps with the stress. So there, that's my gift to you this holiday season is uh, to to sing. It's the most wonderful time of the year to yourself. Top of the lungs, full out, like you're in the shower and nobody can hear you. Just go for it. Come on, just go for it. Have some fun. Um, I'm coming to you solo today, and I'll be honest, it is a change in plans. I did have an interview planned for you today, but as I started the editing process, I realized that I really just kind of wanted to come talk to you as we do this holiday thing that we do. <laughs> and also kind of thinking about coming up at the end of the year here. Um, ooh, you know, speaking of that, I just did a uh, conversation. Did Do you do a conversation? I just had a conversation with my really good friend, Lou Blazer, who you've if you've listened to the podcast before you know Lou she's been on several times Lou and I tend to take turns about four times a year recording a conversation between the two of us that we'll share to either her podcast or mine her podcast is called Second Breaks and this past conversation that we had Lou wanted to talk about growth. 
because at the end of the year, she has a habit of looking back on the year and and evaluating and measuring, if she can, the ways in which she's grown. And I, I I don't think she's this is unique to her at all, right? We I think we all might tend to do this to some degree or another. And especially if you've been in, let's say, the business world, it's probably something that you do if you're an entrepreneur or if you have a team that you run. You might do an end of year, you know, look-see at how did the year go and all that stuff. So so Lou wanted to do this, looking more at it from a from a personal point of view. So we had that conversation, and it is on episode 216 of Second Breaks. And she just put it out, what was it, last week, I think. And I have to tell you, I think it's my favorite conversation that Lou and I have had to date. Um, I think it's a conversation that I'm going to want to go back to and listen to again in the future there yeah there's a lot there and and I recommend go 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 over and give that a listen I think if you're somebody who likes to go through this sort of end of year process it might be your jam it might be something that you will enjoy and you know what the heck as long as I'm talking about Lou I have to tell you about her newsletter which is called Midlife Cues. And I want to talk about it now because, hey, get over there, sign up for it, subscribe. If you like this podcast, you will like Lou's newsletter. A lot of times I get ideas for the podcast from what I read in her newsletter. She goes down the rabbit holes um, on our behalf and then does all kinds of research and then does a little bit of thought work around the research that she's done and then shares it with us. So it's a great newsletter about how to live well in midlife and beyond. That's about as simple as I can put it. And it comes every Sunday into your inbox. And I always look forward to my Sunday mornings knowing that her newsletter is going to be sitting there and waiting for me. Um, yeah. So go subscribe midlifecues.com. So as I sat down and thought about, huh, I, I do just want to sit here and, and talk to you today. And I thought, well, what do I want to talk about? And I thought about going in a lot of different directions with this. And in the end, what I did was I, I sat and I meditated on it. And I decided to open up my book, the, the, the book that I just wrote, which is titled In Full Bloom, A Guide to Aging Playfully. And I decided to kind of open the book up randomly to a page and, and see what was there. And that, that is kind of how I designed the book, was so that you could do that and take a thought and, and run with it for the day, as it were. And in case you don't know, the book is filled with slightly different variations of definitions of the word bloom. And the page that, funny enough, I opened up to it more than once today. 
and it says, Bloom, the moment of flowering. There's no time like the present. What are you waiting for? So that's what I opened up to more than once today. And it got me thinking, what am I waiting for? You know, it's weird. You write a book and then you have to promote the book. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, that is its own completely uncomfortable process. So I am in the middle of trying to reach out maybe to other podcasts that I could go on to get my message out into the world about aging playfully. And... That means I have to write pitch letters to people and I'm finding all kinds of reasons and ways to procrastinate. I'm getting really creative with procrastination. I'm just going to let you know right now, you can just dub me the queen of procrastination. Um, Writing pitch letters to strangers is not my idea of a good time, as you can imagine. I don't know anybody who might enjoy that. Maybe, maybe there's people who do, but not me. Um, and I thought, yeah, that, that's a pretty good thing to come and talk to you about. What are you waiting for? There is no time like the present. Oh, and funny enough, here it is the holiday season, which is all about presence, right? And you've got present tense, or a present as in a gift. And here we are in the present. And isn't that a gift? And you know, the name of this podcast is Late Bloomer Living. And I always say it's never too late. But really, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What is that thing that pops up into your mind when you go, gosh, wouldn't it be great if dot, dot, dot. And in the next instant, I bet what happens is you go, oh, but I couldn't because blah, 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 blah. You probably have a list of reasons why you can't do the thing. And my question to you is, if it's something that keeps popping up in your consciousness that you think about often. What are you really waiting for? Are you waiting for permission? Are you waiting for perfection? Are you waiting for a red carpet to roll out in front of you? (laughs) Sometimes, honestly, that's me. Sometimes I want somebody to invite me to do something, so I'll have a reason to do it. And, you know, sometimes you just have to, sometimes you just have to push through those reasons and take the scary step into that thing and be okay with the idea that you may fail and be okay with the idea that you will make mistakes because I assure you, you will. 
but it really is okay. It's time, my friend. Time is ticking. What are you waiting for? There's another thing I want to talk about, which is the idea, start with one. So let me, let me explain that. I was in a class with my mastermind coach, Kim White, and somebody asked a question about process having to do with something very particular. They weren't sure where to start, basically. And and Kim's answer to them very, about this very specific thing was start with one. And I thought, oh, boy, there's a lot there. Start with one. Anytime you ever want to do anything, you just need to start with that first step. Don't worry about the outcome or don't try. I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't, you can't cross the finish line before you take the first step in a race. So you have to take that first step and then you take the next step and then you take the next step and then you take the next step. When I think about the path that has brought me to where I am now, I've been doing the podcast for three and a half years. I had the idea for the podcast for two years before I decided to start. And if I keep looking backwards at my trajectory what led me to the podcast is that I decided to start a morning routine. And that morning routine was something I decided to do as a 30-day experiment. A podcast was not in my brain at this point in time, folks. It, was, it just wasn't. All I knew is that something in my life needed to change because I wasn't happy and I knew I needed to do something different, something, one thing different. And that one thing that I need, needed to do differently was I needed to stop hitting the snooze button every morning that was making me get up late every morning and start off my day freaking out, not wanting to do anything and starting off my morning having to put out fires right away because I hadn't got up when I said I was going to get up. So I decided, well, let me let's not just get up on time. Let's just try this one experiment, this one thing where I'm going to get up before my kids, before my husband. And I'm going to go in and have time to myself in the quiet. I'm going to meditate and I'm going to move my body somehow. Very often that was yoga. Um, and I'm going to do it every day for 30 days to try to set up a new habit. It was just an experiment. 
And that one thing was very hard to do, I'm going to say. It was not easy. It was uncomfortable because I am not a morning person. I didn't used to be a morning person. Now, now I am. But that one thing, ah, oh, wow, where it's led me to. Because I'll, I'll explain what happened is that I started feeling better within a couple of weeks of this decision. And when I started feeling better and having more energy, that is when I started to get hopeful about my future, about what I might do with my life. I think at the time I was 48 and I knew the big 5-0 was coming. 50 years old. Oh, so old. <laughs> I'm 55 now for the record. So I knew that I was going to be 50 soon and I felt like my life was out of control. I felt like a failure. I felt like I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. All this stuff. And that one little change that I made had me start feeling better. And when I started feeling better, I literally started to feel hopeful and curious, which I also think is important. I started to feel curious about what the next 20 years or 30 years of my life might look like if I continued to feel good, if I continued to feel energetic, if I was doing something that I loved, 20 or 30 years from 48 would put me at 68 or 78, right? Completely possible that I could live another 20, 30 years. Who knows how long we all have, right? But completely possible that I could have 20 or 30 good productive years in front of me, which is a lifetime for some people. 30 years? What was I going to do with that 30 years? Was I going to continue to tell myself that it was old and I was a failure and it was all over and all downhill from there? No, that was unacceptable to me. And then I got curious about, well, what if I, if I want to be doing something productive and interesting to me when I'm that age, what might it be? And by the way, I'm still asking that question. For now, it's this podcast. For now, it's talking about aging playfully. That's what it's become over the past seven years now, I guess, since I first started this journey that started with one decision to get up in the morning. And I'm not saying that that one thing for you needs to be getting up and having a morning routine. It could be some other one thing that you decide to do differently, that you decide Hmm, maybe if I try this one thing and see how it goes, what could that do for me? I don't know what that is for you, but maybe you could start writing some stuff down, making some lists and 
then take action on it. Do one little thing. That's all. So those are my thoughts for you today. And then I have a little something I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with a little meditation. It's shortish. You may want to pause the podcast for a moment if you're not in a space where you can meditate. If you're driving, for instance, um, just put this on pause and come back to it. But if you are at home and maybe, you know, you've got a, a minute where you can stop and sit, uh, take a minute and get yourself set up and then you can roll into this. This is a meditation to just bring you into the present, which I think we all need to do at this time of year, you know, in the middle of the, the hustle and the bustle and all that. So this is my gift to you for the holidays is a moment to just sit and, uh, and take a nice little trip with me for a moment. It's a short 10 minute meditation. You can do it. Take 10 minutes out of your day. You got this. Before I go into it, I, I want to, first of all, again, remind you and invite you to head over to Lou Blazer's podcast, Second Breaks, and look for episode 216 if you want to think about your own end of year growth. And I'm going to do a shameless plug for the book right now, too. Um, get the book. It's super cute, she says about her own book. Um, it is titled In Full Bloom, A Guide to Aging Playfully. It's available on Amazon. You can also find it by going to latebloomerliving.com forward slash book. That'll take you right there. And it's filled with my flower photos and my thoughts on the idea that it is never too late to bloom. And uh, I really kind of wish I had called this book a guide to living playfully at any age. But there you go. <laughs> the title is A Guide to Aging Playfully is the subtitle on this. So yeah, let, let's, let's live playful people. Okay, so let's get to this meditation. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And we'll transition over to the meditation now. This meditation is called Eyes Closed, Soaking in the Sunshine. Go ahead and sit with both feet on the ground or if you like to sit cross-legged for your meditations, you can do that. Go ahead and close your eyes or soften your gaze. Imagine you are sitting on a beach with your eyes closed and your face is pointed towards the sun. And the sun is shining and there's a soft breeze and you can hear the cries of seagulls and the waves coming and going. Take a big, 
deep breath in through your nose and blow it out slowly like blowing out a candle. Take another big deep breath in through your nose and blow it out. The breeze settles. The day is very still. And you feel long in your body and relaxed. Your eyes are relaxed. When you close your eyes, first you notice the redness of the color. The sun is shining through your eyelids and warming your face and the front of your body. You might notice through your closed eyes subtle shifts and new patterns in the light and the color. Gradations of color that start shifting from pink to orange and then yellow. And then that shifts and suddenly everything is white and it even then takes on a greenish hue greenish yellow and you keep noticing that the colors shift and you feel warm you may feel your eyes even starting to wander under your closed lids. Let them wander. Let them relax. And notice the warmth of the sun is slowly going over you and through you. You are totally comfortable. Just let it soak in. There's a sort of kindness to it. A cradling of warmth and care settle into your bones. Into your heart. There's nothing you have to do and there's nowhere that you need to go right now. Everything that's right here and now is exactly as it should be. You are exactly in the right spot at the right time. Allow the sun to warm you through. 
feel the gift of that warmth. The gift of breathing. Notice your belly moving up and down as you breathe. As you breathe in, your belly moves out and up. As you breathe out, it collapses down. You might notice a slight movement in your chest as you breathe in and the expansion of your rib cage. And as you breathe out, everything falling and moving inward. Just notice that for a few moments and be with it. The sounds around you come and go. Don't attach yourself to them. They're simply there. Notice them and let them go. Go back to feeling the warmth on your face and your chest, soaking it into you as you breathe in and pouring out of you as you breathe out. Stay with that for a little bit. You might start to feel a sense of gratitude for that big sun in the sky that warms us. You might start to feel gratitude for the time that you set aside to be here now. Give yourself this gift. Consider for a moment the gift you're giving yourself right now. It's going to pay off for the rest of the day. It's going to fill you with a well of energy. Let your thoughts come and go and just notice them. Take a nice, big, deep breath in through your nose. Five, four, three, two, one, and let it out through your mouth. Five, four, 
three, two, one. Now take the biggest breath you've taken all day and blow it out. Now start to wiggle your toes and your fingers. Let your head roll a little bit from side to side, ever so slightly. Let your eyes start to flutter open, maybe halfway. And softly let your gaze start to come into focus in front of you. Take this moment with you into the rest of your day and see where it goes. Thanks for listening, my friend. I hope you have a great week ahead. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.